All right, good morning, gentlemen. Well, we all know that the battles are fought and won based on the Torah that we learn. Okay. So we're at the Mishnah on Ayin Chesamid Bay, 78b. Um, today's a fascinating Gemara. Um, it deals with cases, uh, really disputes, uh, about what the status is, where you have two conflicting narratives, and uh, it comes in front of the Beisden, and the question is what to do. Um, we have a famous concept of chazaka, uh, where, you know, where something uh, was that way until now, and then a doubt emerges, wouldn't we go back to what we know for sure? Wouldn't we say, go to what we were muxik? And uh, we'll, again, we'll see all of the cases uh, coming up, uh, but um, I deal with these type of cases and issues all the time. People call me up, I got my milk dish, and my, uh, one of my kids did this. What's the status? Um, so let's begin. A person uh, was anxious to marry off their daughter, and uh, somebody was, oh, here we go. Good morning, Pete. I was stalling till you would get there, so I hope you're doing well. What? Let's see. We're just starting on the Mishnah on 78b uh, at the bottom. So a person wants to marry off their daughter, and uh, maybe they don't meet so many suitors, but they know that somebody's going to be traveling. Um, today, you know, they have the yesh- in, in, in the yeshiva towns where the young men come back from Israel to study, that's where you find the young men. So you've got to go over there to find them sometimes. So you, say, you have a messenger going over there, and you give him authority to uh, accept a marriage proposal for your daughter. Uh, the only thing is we're talking about to actually marry them. In other words, they're going to give the ring to the, the messenger and uh, there'll be witnesses and then she'll be married. And um, uh, you send Eliezer to, uh, to Lakewood to receive a proposal for you. Now, meanwhile, uh, it takes them a few days to get there and you really aren't sure. You just want to make sure your daughter's married and you run into... Somebody in shul who looks like, oh, it's a nice young man that appeared, and you accept his kedushin uh, because you don't want to take any chances. So now, Misha Nosen Rishus and uh, you accept from that nice young man, and then the messenger comes back and says, "Guess what? I got the perfect. I I got a kedushin for your daughter." So now the daughter is married to two people. Now you can't be married to two people. Uh, now, the question, though, is, uh, neither one of them was wearing their watch when they accepted the proposal. We've got the father and we've got the messenger. So what do we do? So if we can figure out, im um, if the father accepted the kedushin for his daughter first, at that point, in other words, even though he authorized someone else to receive a proposal, until she's married, he could still receive a proposal. So if he actually received the proposal before his messenger was to receive the proposal, so his one works, and the messenger's didn't because she was already taken. The Im Shoshluko Kono, on the other hand, if the messenger had received the proposal when she was still single, and that one worked, and then the father uh, accepted a marriage proposal afterwards, the father was too late. The Im Shoshluko Kono, Kedushin Kedushin. What do you do, the Im Eniyadua? You have no way to know who's, uh, uh, which, uh, which one. So, uh, in theory, you don't know who the real husband is. So, the, the shnei hem nosnin get. 
both of them are going to have to give her her divorce because maybe they're the real husband, but they can't take her because they don't know. The im ratsu, if they want, echad nosin get ve'echad kones. One can give a divorce and uh, the other one can marry. And similarly, that's uh, talking about a girl who's a minor, who the father uh, is the one who uh, acts on the daughter's behalf. But what about v'kein isha? We're on the top of ayin testament aleph, 79a, two lines from the top. Let's say she's an adult and she can accept a marriage proposal and she hires somebody to act on her behalf. And she goes and she accepts, uh, she can't wait for the messenger. She doesn't know if he got someone or not. So she goes and she gets herself married. She accepts the proposal. So if she got herself engaged before the messenger did, in effect, uh, what she's doing is she's saying, I don't need you to do it. I found somebody here. And so she's nullifying that messenger. So her, her marriage would be the real one. On the other hand, if the messenger received one earlier and she was already married, if you don't know, if you want, one can give a divorce and then the other one could marry her. Seems like a good problem, right? He's got two, got two people and you don't know which one. So as long as one of them gives a divorce first, then she'd be free to marry. Now, the, she needs to be remarried. She needs to be re-engaged because it could be when she accepted the engagement, she was married to another man. So uh, that other man gave her a divorce and now the, if the, the uh, one will re-give it, then she'll be married. So basically it's the same case as, as the previous. The only difference is who is the one who appoints the messenger? Is it the father who anyways is receiving the marriage or is it the daughter uh, who's older and is marrying on her own behalf. So the mission is, seems to be repetitive. Yeah, um, she, she doesn't collect the ksuba from this, does she? Uh, there are different opinions about whether... Uh, um, that, well, in, in general, is, is there a ksuba only from engagement? That would be the first question. And then the second question would be, what do you do when you're not sure? <laughs> so... Like, uh, I think in this case, if the guy proposed and she says, well, she's married already, so uh, it would be difficult to assume that you would make him pay ksuva uh, in that case. But um, uh, that's a, that's a, uh, we have to look at that issue separately. It'd be pretty frustrating to have to pay ksuva for somebody who you didn't get to marry. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, way, the way that it's phrased, it sounds as though that both people who gave the kedushin have to give her a get. It's like it's on them. So does, could Basin step in and force them to give her yet? Or is she pretty much just tied up until they voluntarily do this on their own? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, it depends. I, I, I think that they, uh, the, I think that's an overall question is when does Basin get involved in order to free an aguna who's stuck. Um, but I, I think what, what might have affected your question is we were saying, like, they accepted a proposal, and if they have to pay suva, and then, you know, the... Um, and, but I, I guess I would make your question bigger. What if one guy said, well, I don't want to be the one to give the get, you give the get. In other words, did they both want this woman? And so 
uh, they're saying, well, one of them has to give again, and then the other one will marry her. Well, what if they have a big fight? And this one says, I, I don't want to give the get. You give the get. I'm going to keep her. The answer is very simple. Just cut her in half. <laughs> okay. I think what Richard is bringing up is that there's a suffix kedushin here. So with regard to who she's mother to, we go l'chumra. With regard to the ksuba, which is what I ask, it's hamotzi mechaber olav haraya, and there's a suffix. So you can't obligate somebody uh, to, to, to give money for, for a suffix. But I think he was asking, is the courts going to be proactive on this and push the sides to... Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay, well, we'll keep it in mind. Let's, let's, uh, so, but the immediate question is, uh, why do we need both cases, where the daughter speaks for herself and where the father speaks for her? It's the same rule, basically. If there's conflicting narratives and we're not sure which one, they both give a divorce. So, Srika, you need both. If you only had the case of the father. Mishum de Gavra Kim I would have said uh, that the father, um, the uh, father is interested in the best lineage, and in that case, he nullifies the messenger uh, because he knows a better deal. Abel Isisa. Uh, but uh, and therefore, if the father goes first, we assume that he knocks out the messenger. But a woman, she doesn't know. Uh, this is like a man's world, or it has to do with halacha and, and marriage status. She knows that she's not the expert, and uh, really, the messenger is going to do a better job than she would. So, lo nahabi kedusha kedushin. And so I would have said when she accepts it, if she hired a professional uh, shotgun to act on her behalf, maybe her marriage acceptance doesn't override his. So then you might say, why did she do it? Um, it's just a backup. Let's see. The Iyash meaning, um, let's see Rashi. Mishum de Gavre Kim Because when he finds a better deal, he finds a better lineage, Kinshilo, Ubito, I found a better, I, I, the father assumes he'll get a better deal, Avul Isisa, but a woman, the low Kim she doesn't know, I'm in Rashi, three lines from the top, even though she accepted her proposal, Lo Bito she didn't nullify the messenger, below some she didn't really rely on her, maybe she meant, hers not to override the messenger, but to be uh, a backup, see what he finds. Maybe he'll find better. Lo, um, okay, so the, the, we're, basically the rule of the Mishnah was whichever one came first. But in the case of the woman where she hired a professional and where she uh, overrode it, we're not sure if she overrode it. The lo kim back to the Mara. If we only say um, where she overrides him, it's because she cares about love. She doesn't care about minsa. Maybe she definitely nullified his, the messenger, because um, uh, she, she um, was careful who she picks, and she definitely cares more about her, what she receives, than his, if she happened to find a catch. Abu Ihu. Uh, but the father, 
Maybe he doesn't uh, care so much. Uh, the question, though, was, what do we mean the father doesn't care so much? Let's see, Rashi. Maybe he's, he doesn't really bother him if, the, uh, if the, he doesn't get such a miyuchas. And he doesn't know the shliach, and if the messenger even gets a lesser candidate, that works. The kodem kitshes savar dimolo mashkach. Um, before he does it, he's just doing it as a backup. Maybe the messenger won't find somebody. But if he finds somebody, he doesn't want to nullify. We're, we're speaking out of both sides of our mouth, which is correct. In other words, the, the logic goes both ways. Sometimes, again, in both cases, the person appointed someone else, and then they, they went ahead and they did something that they appointed somebody to do. And in both cases, we say we look at the timeline. But the question was, why do we need both cases? And so an argument could be made whether or not they were actually nullifying the messenger or whether they were just a backup. And, um, so if they're a backup, they really didn't mean to say uh, that my marriage would override his. But in case he doesn't find somebody, I got somebody else. That's one. So I would have said maybe then, even if I'm first, it doesn't matter. I'm just a backup. Or the woman in the woman's case, I would have said, uh, um, so since you have the, the, these types of logic as to whether or not they mean to nullify the messenger or whether they mean just to, uh, just to cover themselves or maybe they want to get a better deal, so you might have thought the, the cases differ, and in the end we say the same thing in both cases, that we just look at the timeline. We don't go into maybe they didn't mean uh, they meant it as a backup or they didn't mean to nullify it. Yeah, Steve. Uh, well, I, I was going to say, uh, how can we really get into their mind and, and have all these different things? So you were saying that we, we go with the timeline then. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's the Kiddush in both cases, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. Uh, that's case um, uh, uh, Itmar, we learned. Now we get to the next, um, well... Itmar, we learned. Kidsha avia bider. Just a quick question. Uh, it's not brought up in the Gemara, but I was just wondering in, in general. Um, we talk about, the, in general, about the shaliyah, that, uh, you know, who has more in mind with Yuchsin, etc. But what if, what if the shaliyah that was selected or hired is a professional, professional shachan or whatever, a person who who was selected specifically because this individual knows what to look for and is has that in mind, and that's his livelihood, even perhaps. And so it's it's this person versus, you know, uh, the woman. Let's say, um, do we do we does uh, did you see anything that puts more emphasis on the shaliach because that person will have those concepts in mind? So I think on the side of the father that that's what the father was thinking. That well, the the father is almost saying even if the messenger doesn't get the best deal, you know, he's accepted it. He's just doing this as a backup. Uh, he's worried that the messenger won't get anyone, and so and the fathers the fathers are always desperate to marry off their daughters, and so they will just take. He just took, you know, he had opportunity to grab something, but really, he, you know, he asked the messenger. This was just a, uh, just in case, in case the guy comes back with nothing. Um, but that in those logics, we would examine whether or not uh, which one was the more serious of the two. But the way we come out in the end. 
we, we just deal with the timeline. If, if the first proposal that's made, this messenger's authorized and she's authorized, or the messenger's authorized and the father's authorized, the first one to lock it in, we don't assume that they don't really mean to accept a marriage unless the other guy comes back with nothing. <laughs> you know, so in case, the, you know, in case they don't manage to get you uh, married, so I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, that that's that's just the havamina in the end we don't go with that. Okay. Itmar Kitcha via Bederk. so the father's travelling and he gets a great deal. Uh he he puts ex in prosa the kitcha asmo beer. And uh meanwhile she's home and she accepts the proposal. And it's a different question here. The question here is who speaks for the woman? Is it the father or who? So it depends on how old she is. But right now, Harihibo Garis. Right now, she's at, uh, she has matured, and she's at the stage where she's, she should receive the marriage and not the dad. Now, it's not a question of which one is better. It's a question of who's the, who's the one authorized. Is it the dad or is it the daughter? Rob says, Well, right, she's in front of us, and she's old enough now, so we assume that she speaks for herself. No, we have to suspect that maybe the father's marriage proposal worked. So, Amosai, what is the time frame for this debate? If this happened while she was still a minor, so over here, Rob would say, she's older now? Of course she's older now, but when the marriage took place, she wasn't. She grew up now, but not earlier. And if we're talking about the proposal was after the six months of, um, and she's would Shmuel say that we suspect that maybe she was still a minor and therefore the father's acceptance was good? For Omar Shmuel, Shmuel said, Once she reaches the stage of a young woman, we assume that she reached full maturity within six months. After six months have passed, there's no doubt, according to Shmuel, that only she would speak for herself. So what's the case? So the Lemur said, the case is the Kiddush Bahu Yoma de Mashlim Shisha. So basically, Lemur's question, it's, uh, what happens is this, the girl is a minor until 12, and then from 12 to 12 and a half is the doubt, is the Nara stage. So uh, the, uh, before then, only the father can accept a proposal. After the 12 and a half, only she can accept. The question is, if she accepts a proposal exactly on the day uh, where the, the time is up, where the, uh, so Rob says, well, we see she did reach puberty, so um, and in the afternoon of that day, she definitely, she stopped at the pediatrician and they said that she has all the signs of puberty. So, so you would assume in the morning when she accepted the proposal, she also was an adult, and therefore her father's proposal, he was too late. Shmuel says, You only know that they came in now, but uh, uh, until, until now she was a minor. So do you, and she's been a minor until now, and the father would have been responsible. And do we assume, basically, when, you, when she reaches adulthood, and do you assume that earlier she hadn't? Or can you just say, well, obviously, if she's an adult now, this morning she was an adult too. 
So that is the debate here. So the Gemara says, isn't this similar to another debate? Mishmol, Maishna Mikvah. What about the famous case of Mikvah? We've had this case a few times in our Gemara. Tanan, Mikvah Shenimdin. Um, so a Mikvah, in order to be kosher, has to hold enough water. Has to hold 40 saw, which is uh, enough that a person can fully dunk in. And if it's missing even a tiny bit less than the 40 saw, it doesn't work. So they measured a mikvah, a nimsa chaser, and uh, it was below the line. It turned out that right now the mikvah is not kosher. So kol tarishinasa agabe the mafreya. All of the uh, things that relied on the mikvah to purify them, whether they were done bein b'shusa yachi, bein b'shusa rabim, you have to assume that the mikvah was no good. And so the things that were tamei that were used, no matter where they're found, are tamei now. So. Basically, you go back to its previous state. I'm sorry, the, the things were tame. Um, and uh, the, right now, the mikvah is broken. It didn't work. So we put everything on the assumption that they are tame. Um, we, uh, so why would the girl be any different? Why, that until now, she was a minor. Why don't we assume that until now, she was a minor? So the Morris said, Shani Hassam, the mikveh is different. Over there, the person who went to the mikveh was Tame. And so if we go with the way he was before, maybe he didn't tovel. So the Morris says, Yeah, but you can argue the other way. I made mikveh al kaskaso. But the mikveh, there's the chazaka of the person going to the mikveh. And then there's the chazaka of the mikveh itself. The person going to the mikveh started out Tame. But the mikvah started out tahar, the emer lo chaser, and say it's not missing until now. And by the way, you have the logic that when somebody dunks, they take some water out with them. Every person that uses a mikvah when they leave, there's a little less water. Hare chaser lefanecha. But Mora says, well, right now the mikvah is missing. Hachanami har bogeres Well, right now she's an adult. So the Mora said, hashtahu debagra. Well, she became an adult now. How do we know she was boger? How do we know she reached puberty early? And the Mora said, Hasar nami, Maybe now the mikvah is missing the water. So uh, we're trying to compare the woman to the mikvah. And we want to know, is it exactly the same? So the Mora said, no, it's not exactly the same. Hasam tartile rusa. Over there, there's two problems. Rashi tartile rusa. It's six lines up from the skinny lines. The two problems there are that the Tame person was Tame, and the mikvah right now was missing. So you've got two strikes. Uh, I mean, the, 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 one, the, the positive thing was that mikvah used to be kosher, but the person going in the mikvah was Tame, and the mikvah right now is, is missing the amount to purify a person. So you, over there, you've got two strike, two bad sides. Over here, it's only one. Uh, over here, you've only got one um, uh, problem, which is that right now she's older, but uh, until now she wasn't. So, uh, therefore, you would assume that the dad's kedushin works. So, the bottom line is you can't compare to the mikvah case because there you got two strikes and here you don't. Uh, so, you have two opinions here, but the, the two opinions by the mikvah, it's a little more complicated. All right. So the Morris says, well, why don't we compare it to another case? What about the case of the barrel? The Tanya. So um, they used to, there's a mitzvah to tithe your wine. And uh, sometimes the wine, you'd have one barrel that you would reserve to use to tithe on the other barrels. Meaning that whenever 
you wanted to use the other barrels, you would take the the um, you would take some of the wine from this one barrel and use it as as the truma for the others. So Now before you would take it, you would give it a sniff to make sure the wine was still good. And if, if, as long as the barrel that you're using is wine, then you can use it to tithe for the other barrels of wine. But what happens if the barrel that you thought was wine turns out to be vinegar? And you can't tithe vinegar for wine. So kol gimu yamim vaday. You can assume that it didn't become vinegar this second. At, at least three days earlier, it already was going bad. And so everything from three days earlier and on is not good. But if it got bad before then, we're in doubt. Um, the, so let's see Rashi. Uh, first wide line. Tommy, all the time, you wanted to make sure it didn't become vinegar. You use this barrel to be your tithing barrel. To use it for your truma. You've got a hundred barrels somewhere else, and you're saying, well, two lugim that are in that barrel, Plonius, a truma, that'll be truma for these hundred. This was always your practice. All year round, you drink, uh, you, you tithe, and you say, well, my truma burial's in the corner. And then, surprise, and you're not sure when it turned to vinegar. Now, any truma that uh, happened while it was chametz, it doesn't work. We're assuming that wine and vinegar are two different things. There is an opinion that says that wine vinegar is, is if, um, that sometimes it works even for wine. Um, that you're going to have sour barrels and, and sweet and barrels that are not sour. But um, so why uh, over there we go with the three-day rule? Why over here don't we say a three-day rule? So, and then the Gemara says, let's go back to the Gemara, third wide line. Why don't we ask the case of the vinegar to the mikvah case? Why is it over here we say that the last three days is no good? We didn't say that by the mikvah. Rav Shimon said, really, the mikvah also, we're not sure. Anything that was made, and uh, was dunked in that mikvah, whether it was in private, Rav Shimon says, if it was done in the public area, it's tahar. Then we're not sure. But the rabbis would say, um, They would say, no, everything retroactively was... Um, everything retroactively... Let me make sure I got this case right. Um... Yeah, meaning that it wasn't toivled. So basically there, 
the question is, do we go back three days or do we go back from the very beginning? Um, when you use that barrel, do we assume the barrel went bad right now or do we assume that it's, it's bad, um, it went bad right away? It's only when you knew for sure that it wasn't bad that it worked. How do we deal with the suffix uh, over there? So why is it um, uh, basically over there uh, that we have the doubt? It, we're really going back to over here with the girl where we have the doubt. So the Gemara explains, Shani Hasam, the Ikala Meimer Ami Tevel Al Kasaso. Over there is different, uh, where we could say um, the, um, the, 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 the question is, we seem to be strict by the wine barrel that we used as the tithing barrel, and we say we require you to retithe everything. Now, why is that? Why don't we assume that it was good until now? Just like over here, we're assuming the mikveh is good until now. One second. Can you still hear me? I think I lost you. Yeah, I'm here. We, we can hear you, but we can't see you. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. somebody tried to call in. Okay. I think there we go. Okay. So, um... Uh, we don't see you, though. You don't see me, huh? Okay. There we go. There you go. Thank All you. Right. Okay, I'm back. We're back. All right. Yeah. It seems to me like you know, it, it's there's a process here. Wine doesn't go bad all of a sudden. If it's clearly vinegar now, then it had already started on the process of becoming vinegar three days ago. Whereas you know, the mikvah could have just become puzzle with the last tefila, as as you said, when and water was taken from it. I mean, I think it sort of depends on how marked the 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 current process is. I mean, if you measure the mikvah, and instead of being 40 saw, it's 20 saw, mm-hmm. that obviously didn't happen, you know, in in in, in one second. I mean, it, it, that happened some time ago. Whereas, you know, vinegar becomes, vinegar, becomes vinegary, uh, at least if it's completely vinegar now, it was vinegar three days ago as well. Is that so, or is there an in-between state that it's a little bit sour, but it still could pass as wine. Oh. Uh, I, I, you have to talk to a wine connoisseur, and that's not me. I buy the El Cheapo stuff. <laughs> so I've run into that. So occasionally, um, you'll make kiddush on something, and then you taste it, and it tastes bad. And so you wonder if you have to make kiddush again, because this is... So then the question is, well, is it edible? It's really, you know, is it bitty evid wine? <laughs> you know, so it's a... Um, uh, yeah, that's the that's the question. Is it all of a sudden? But it, I, I basically you're saying that it, there are there is this sometimes there's a, there may be a difference uh, if it's a, a slow process or a quick process. I hear that. Um, so our question though is, are we treating it differently between the case of the uh, barrel and the case of the mikvah? One second. Um, let's read that line again just to get the flow. Um, one second. Um, so what we did, um, uh, the Gemara started asking uh, from our case to the case of the barrel, and then it got even more complicated. It went back to the mikvah. Um, we started off with our real question over here, where a girl 
um, now is old enough to act on her own behalf, and she accepted a marriage proposal, and we want to know, can we assume that the fact that she reached puberty now, that she was reached puberty earlier that morning? And so we're asking other cases where a change takes place, and we're not sure, how do we deal with them? So uh, we asked from the case of the barrel, and then the Gemara says, Let's ask three lines down. Let's ask on the case of the barrel to the case of the mikvah. Why over here do we say it's no good? And by the mikvah we say we're in doubt. Who is the one of the barrel? The answer is really in both cases we're in doubt. Uh, in the case of the mikvah, when we said that it's missing, do we, there's a difference if we say for sure everything is tame, or do we say it's a maybe? And the Tanya, how do we know that we only said it was a maybe? Because when you're not sure, then we look at where it was made, in a public area or a private area. The Tanya, Koltar, Shinas, the governor of Freya. Anything that was made, the first opinion says, it makes no difference whether it was public or private, it's tame. That opinion was sure that the mikvah was no good. Our answer is, we're going like Rav Shimon, who says that it's not for sure no good, then the mikvah also it's a maybe. And therefore, since it's a maybe, if it was made in a public area, it's dark. In a private, we, we wait and see. But the rabbanu would say it's for sure no good. So uh, the Morris said, Shani Hasam, over there it's different. Over there, by the wine, the reason we're strict is that all of those barrels were not tithed, and uh, you use the barrel of vinegar to tie them, we leave, uh, leave the wines with the assumption that they weren't fixed. says, But why don't you look at the barrel that you use for the wine and say, It didn't turn into vinegar. So the Morris says, well, It's vinegar in front of us. The Morris says, The girl now is an adult. The Morris said, Yeah, but maybe she just... Or was Boger now? Maybe she reached puberty now. The Mora said, Hashtahu Dechmitz, but maybe the wine just got bad. <laughs> so we're trying to say the barrel and the woman are the same. The Mora said, Hasam Tartarusa. Over there, you have two things going against you. Uh, you have the, um, other, by the, the, by the barrel. One is that you started out as Tevel, and right now it's vinegar. And uh, so there's two reasons that, that you're doubtful. Over here, you have one doubt whether she reached puberty or not. Let's say this is actually a fourth case as we turn the page. That's why this is um, so intriguing, Gomorrah, because you've got to be able to look at all. We just had three cases. We had the case of the girl. We had the case of the barrel and the case of the mikvah. And now we're going to jump into a fourth case. Um, and the, the way it gets fun is if you want to try to figure out are they all the same or are they all different. Um, this case is, a person is, uh, is, um, uh, is uh, writing his will, and uh, he, um, uh, he deeds over something, and um, uh, then he changes his mind. So the problem is, me moti me ad me. Basically, he, he, uh, uh, we're assuming that he wasn't well, and he thought he was going to die. And so, therefore, he gave away his property. So, and then he gets better, and he says, well, I only gave that away because I thought I was going to die. But now that he's well, he wants all of his things back. So, me, motzi, me, who takes it, who, who's, who gets to keep it? So, who, motzi, me, yadchem? 
below Raya. He doesn't need to bring any proof. He owned everything until now. They're saying, well, he gave it to, he owed us, he gave it away. Um, you know, he thought he was going to die, so he wanted to make sure he paid everybody back. You know, he didn't want to have to come back to this world to pay back the people he owed, right? So he gave it all away, and then he got better, so now he wants it back. So uh, they said, no, he gave it to us. And they said, well, he only gave it to us under duress. He thought he was going to die. So who Motsumiyotka, he can take it back, and he doesn't have to bring a proof that he um, only gave it because he thought he was going to die. They can't take it away from him. It, basically, it's his things. So anyone who wants to lay claim has to bring proof. Red Nussin says, if he's of sound mind now, so then he has to prove that he really was unwell when he gave it away, that he wasn't of sound mind when he gave it all away. And if right now he's not of sound mind, uh, so um, then, uh, um, then it's on them to prove that no, he was of sound mind when he gave it away. Um, you could call it Shkime Ra, Alzheimer, you could call it lots of things, but the bottom line is, right now, he's claiming that he only gave it away because uh, he was under duress, and so who has to bring the proof, they or him? So we have two opinions. So, isn't that the same argument as what we're having now about uh, with the barrel? And I can fit, uh, these two cases are different because in that case over there, the last known owner of the money was him. So you would assume that he's the one, he doesn't have to prove to keep the money. Um, over here, let's see. Um, yeah, the uh, um, over here, we don't know um, uh, by the girl. Uh, we're going back to the case of the girl. So um, basically over there, we're... Um, He's healthy now. Do we assume he was healthy when they gave the, ma- the money away? Or no, uh, he was not. Um, we, we say, well, uh, let's assume that he, he was healthy all along. And, and we have no right to uh, his claim that he was under duress when he gave it away. But over here by the girl, how do, um, do we say that we leave her with the assumption that until now she was not an adult? Uh, maybe it's different. I can agree with Everybody is assumed that they're normal unless you can prove that they're not. So anybody who wants to claim that when the person gave it away, he did he wasn't of sound mind, he's gonna to have to bring the proof. over here, over here. Um, she doesn't have to prove that she was a minor or an adult. It's, it's not the same thing. So, um, therefore, there's a big difference. The, the question here is, um, how do you deal with change? You know, over there, the, is there an automatic assumption that the person that, uh, was of sound mind? Uh, you, how can you prove they weren't? Over here, the, um, the girl was a minor until now. How do you, how, how, what point do we assume she can act on her own behalf? So that's the, uh, so it's basically different the case of the Alzheimer's than the duress from our case of the girl. So the Morris says, 
Well, maybe this is similar to the other case. What's that? Kitsha via Bederek, the father accepted with Kitsha Asma Beir, and she accepted Prozahu Bogeris. Um, uh, and now she's an adult. Tani Kadahari Bogeris Lufanenu. Well, right now we go with the assumption of the way she is now. Vitani Idak, the other opinion says, Kachil Kachishneam. So isn't that the same argument over here that right now he's of sound mind, so we assume he was of sound mind then? My love, Kad Karav Kamishmul. So isn't it identical? So the Gemara says, Lo, Kishmul. Really, they both agree with Shmuel. Isn't there a difference of what the person says? Kamba Makisho. Or let's say the girl says that um, she had reached puberty in the morning. So in that case where she reached puberty in the morning, so... Um, um, why wouldn't uh, uh, we believe her? In other words, um, there we're not sure when she was old enough to speak on her behalf. But what if she tells us that she, uh, she started menstruating in the morning? Or what if she tells us she had the two hairs in the morning? So doesn't it make a difference if we have evidence from her or not? Uh, whereas uh, the other is just an assumption. Kan Makisha. So Mara said, maybe in more if we don't argue with the Mishnah, why should we argue over there? So the more so our question is, um, in these cases, would there be an argument where whether she denies uh, what's happening or not? Whether she denies uh, that she just became a Bulgaris, or she says, No, I've been a Bulgaris for a long time. So then the Gemara says, but it's uh, it's not true that they agree. In that case, Hirev Yosef There was a case. He did a case like Rav ve'ikvid Shmuel, and Shmuel was upset. Now listen to the way Shmuel uh, showed his displeasure. He said, "Kuli um, I guess you're thinking that all the rest of us they got intelligence with a small amount. and this Rabbi Rabba. He has a much bigger amount of intelligence. Uh, in, in other words, why do you think you know more than the rest of us? That's the way it says. Uh, uh, the art scroll says everyone was appointed wisdom in a small measure, but this scholar thinks that he got a bigger measure. In other words, uh, you see this sometimes that some people take it upon themselves to act, and don't they understand that? Uh, there are people that are much smarter than them didn't want to do this uh, particular thing and didn't want to take that on upon themselves. So why is he doing it? These silkadaitu lo pligi, and if they don't argue, so why did Shmuel get upset? You could say that maybe he only followed the girl where she said I was already older in the morning, where she denied him. So how do we hold in this debate? He says we hold like Shmuel. Ravashi says Hilkas Avasidirav. It's it's so funny how all these Gemaras have these contradictions. Who we hold like, and how do we hold? Gemara says we held like Rav. Um, okay, one uh, new Mishnah. Somebody goes overseas. It, it would it really, this was a Gemara, it's almost a crime not to spend more time on to try to get it clear, but we get the overall picture. Somebody's traveling overseas, and he comes back with a wife and kids. And this is my wife that I traveled. So, and these kids are my children from that wife. So, he doesn't have to prove 
uh, anything new. Uh, in other words, if the if the um, if we w- want to know the status of these children, are they kohanim? Are they uh, full yichus? Uh, if we, as long as he was married beforehand, and we had checked out the wife, we believe him that this is the same woman, and these are the kids. Mesa, what happens if the wife dies and he comes back with kids, and we didn't know anything about them? So maybe Rayal Banim, he has to prove that these are the kids from that wife. Ain't maybe Rayali, she doesn't have to prove about the wife because he was married before. Let's say, on the other hand, the son of Benius Hayom, he left here a bachelor and he got married overseas. And he says, Harizu, this is my wife and these are the kids. So maybe Raya Isha proved the wife has the yichus, vein circle of Raya. If he proved the wife, then you don't have to prove anything about the kids. What about if he comes back, he left single and he comes back with the kids and he says, Mesav El Baneha. So in this case, circle of Raya Alisha, he's going to have to prove who the wife is and he's also going to have to prove that these were her kids. Basically, when you're a family, you assume the kids belong to the wife. But when there's no wife in front of you, you don't know where these kids came from. Uh, somebody could just be claiming that these are his kids to give them a certain yichus, and that's not going to do it for us. Basin always needs to have proof of things. Let's see the Gemara. We're talking about when the kids uh, act like they have a mommy. They are... It's a great word. The, the word korach is like a sandwich. Rashi says, nidvakim etzlo. They're like, they stick to her like glue. Basically, when they, you can assume that they're her kids if they uh, are acting like she's the mama. A woman gets married over the seas. Maybe raya ali isha. You bring a proof on the mother, but you don't need to prove on the kids. Maybe raya ali dolim. If you prove the older kids, you don't have to prove on the younger kids. Men isha the same wife. But if it's two different women, so maybe right, if you bring a proof on the woman and on the kids, the debate is um, if a person were going to see if he had two wives and uh, one of the wives died, can we assume these are the kids of the, of the wife in front of us? Or maybe they're the children of the other wife. The, the custom was when if, if one wife died, then the other kids would be adopted. And then it would be difficult to know, are they from this wife or the other wife? Uh, so now we're in the middle of puzzles about lineage, which is kind of a different subject uh, from the, um, the previous, which were the questions about the doubt about the marriage. Okay, have a great day, everybody. Be well. Yeah.